Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Real Firm Podcast. We're back in a room that isn't my uh, tiny room and with my slightly transient co-host, Rockstar Life on War 3. Yes, sir! Thank you for tuning in. If you're just uh, listening, you can watch. If you're just watching, you can listen. Platforms, streaming platforms, youtube.com slash at symbol, real firm podcast. It's a couple episodes in on the new channel. I'm feeling much better about it. The numbers are pretty much the same, and it's not hurting my other channels. So it's, uh, you know. There you go. Feels be- um, you the, hit the like button and uh, comment. To, be a part of the conversation. Um, well, I'm not even sure what the conversation is going to be. It's we're, we're flying by the seat of our pants here. That's right. That's right. Now, can I pull a Logan Paul real quick? Smash that like button and do yeah. it all day. No. Do, yeah, do that. <laughs> um, yeah, the last couple I was confined to my room and the the last one was just a sad one I, I don't know if you listened to it but i was just talking about how, how depressed i was and um but it was fine yeah I'm, I'm all right no i i feel that i have not been this depressed in a very long time you too no oh yeah i have uh uh mm, how deep can we go at least you're you're get you have like you're a part of things like yeah, but I feel um everyone has their own yeah, form of it. I understand. Yeah. It's uh well, um you know, I have about five thoughts a day about like how life would just be if there was no life with me. Oh, don't yeah, that's not good. Yeah. See, that's interesting cuz on my when I was talking about my depression, I was like I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Although I've had ideations of that before but never like never wanting to do it just like thinking of how good it would be like i if this was all over it yeah. wouldn't be that i would be kind of relieved yeah you know if but i could n- go take a forever nap i'd get some really good rest <laughs> yeah i exactly <laughs> no i wasn't there but like i just didn't want to i just been in this keep going through a cycle of not wanting to do anything yep and um but at least like you have a job and you have a girlfriend that you live with and like there's some some kind of like consist the big the big thing for me is consistent loneliness uh, only in my head kind of deal and yeah. not a lot of stuff going on as much as i want it's all relative you know mine is like like with my new job it yeah, is yeah that i can understand that it is literally like they don't know like it is literally, I will not tell you what it is because I am thoroughly embarrassed, <laughs> but it is the most depressing thing. I get told three times a day to be less creative. I get told that um, uh, I just, I'm never good enough for it. And it's always like a, a carrot in front of a rabbit and I'm the rabbit. Like they just want me. Oh to. yeah. And it's just like, I'm trying so hard. I applied to 400 jobs since... December 1st. Did you use an AI thing for that or something? Or you uh, manually did that? Because I've heard of uh, things where you can like have your resume be like sent out through ChatGPT programs. On That would have been helpful. I got to try that. <laughs> that would have been so helpful. But no, bro. It is um, the most depressing. I think I break down once a day now. Yeah. Yeah. I, when I was, when I had my job in the city, I was severely depressed. But the, 
in at the job, but the the difference was, I was like I once I got home, I was like fuck yeah, I'm chilling, and the weekends were great. Yeah. But then those eight hours were a dark time most of the time, but not not all the time, but most of the time. But at least I at least I was like I'm making money. I get to have fun when this is over. In my kind of depression now, it's like I don't have much direction. I have some things going on, but like there's no um, immediate like path towards. Yeah. Oh, I'm about to be successful at this, or it's just like a slow grind. And I, and I, as I said to you, and I said on the podcast before, I'm in process of maybe getting somewhere into a job, but it, I'm not sure yet. Yeah, mine is like I keep being told how great I am and not believing it. And then I'm doing a job that's making me no money. No other jobs are helping. But some, but more than not working. I haven't got paid yet. Oh, well, because so, it's still fairly new. But you're going to get paid. I'm going to get paid. <laughs> However, um, I hope. my first paycheck will cover nothing but the overdraft fees. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Maybe even up. maybe even not that, but we're real jammed up over here. Yeah, um yeah. It's it's it has not it's been um I'll tell you this. The last since since November, since I got back in December first, this has been the most stressful my life has ever been. Yeah, me I I would I, I agree. Well, I, I wouldn't I don't say stressful for me, but it's one of the darkest yeah. uh, mental times I've had in a while. Yeah, no, I, it's like I can't even control. I'm, I'm with you. My emotions and shit. And it's like I got nothing to do. I have people telling me how great I am. And I don't believe yeah, it. I have a similar thing, but not in the same way. It's like it's like kind of like what's the what's the word i feel like a imposter imposter syndrome yeah imposter yeah. syndrome oh i've heavy. had that that's a great time i've had that for a, all my when i was going to school and everything mm. getting got a bachelor's in physics master's in physics and i was like this is what and everyone's like oh my god that's so awesome you're a genius i'm like what yeah no i'm not <laughs> but it's like you can't see what other outside yourself and you're if you're succeeding if you're doing something good and it's like it's yeah it's hard to not it, yeah I get it most people that have any form of success and aren't complete narcissistic sociopaths have some form of oh. imposter syndrome so that's a good sign it's just it's so, <laughs> it's so annoying so the people I'm around too by the way I'm working twelve hours a day six days a week for four hundred dollars a week. Plus commission, but I haven't gotten anywhere with commission yet. Straight up. And um, man, the people I'm around are just like, this is all they do. They live, breathe yeah. this. Oh my, that's it the is, worst about the jobs thing. They just, that's all, all they do is this. And all they do is like, like they're just so fucking fake, bro. When I tell yeah. you. Yeah, oh. The when worst. I tell you, I've had sales stole from me. Matter, I can't get commission until I make three. I have to make three sales. I've had four commissions stole from me. I'm just so it's, it's a it's competitive within the team. Yeah, but we're doing. They're like, well, they did this whole meeting. To, so so all right. So I'm gonna put it like this. This is how bad it's gotten. My uh, they do this thing called like a break even, where like they basically put down all your um. All your um, what you call it, all your expenses and all everything like that, and how many sales you need to make a week in order to make your expenses, right? So as they're doing that, because I'm in such a hole, 
I start involuntarily crying. <laughs> on the job? <laughs> on the job. I'm like, people fuck. Are see- people are seeing you? Yeah, well, it's just Not- my boss, thankfully. But okay. Jesus Christ. I was like, I'm embarrassed now because I'm like, I didn't, it's just Are they showing some kind of compassion or are they being complete dicks? Like, shut up, pussy, stop crying? They're, like, they're being, hopefully not. They're, it's like a mixture of both. It's like compassion. Like, it's it will be okay and everything like that. Just but like, you need to keep stop working. being a bitch and yeah, like, I get you. do it better. It's not even that. They're like, we know you're going to be successful doing this. We know know you're going to be great like just by your personality uh-huh. but then one day they're saying you have too much personality so then i tone it down no then the next day they're like i need you to start singing when you go to the doors and shit like that I've, yeah the more you, you at the beginning you're like i'm not going to say what kind of job it is and then the more you talk about it you're revealing lots of details i'm just i'm so embarrassed i have i've been on the field doing this embarrassing job and i've met fans and imagine when a fan sees me doing that type of job. That's hilarious. Ah, uh, it reminds me of like what the you hear the stories of like people who are fi- actors on like big shows, and then they're like they work at a grocery store like afterwards, and people are like, oh, and ever, and it's like this whole thing, not the yeah. same level, but in it the just, similar vein of that. It just makes me feel like such a fraud. It's not even funny. Like I worked. People are. I worked so hard. No, it's like I worked so hard for so long, and I've tried so hard for so long, and it's got me nowhere. Yeah, is but what it feels like, even though I, I have. yeah, I know. But the majority of people that are trying to do music and the thing that you're doing also are doing similar types of demeaning jobs at the same time. You're yeah. not alone. No, I know that. I know that 100%. It's not like you're some loser, the only loser that has to do a job like that. I but I like I feel like a loser every yeah. day. And like when you when you wake up and you're like, well, can I afford to eat today? Can I that's can I afford to rough. even drive to work today or can I, you know, it's it there's just something with your mental and then like whenever you, you know, don't want to lean on other people but yet you're forced to, it's yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm not going to like do anything drastic. Just so y'all Yeah, don't know. do that. <laughs> Please. But I fantasize about it. Like at least fifty six times a day. <laughs> hey, sometimes a lot of the times I have thoughts not about the that kind of drastic, but um like if a a like a wild like I don't wanna say war, but like Something kind of like in the co- kind of like COVID thing, where like it's so it's such a like dr- ideally aliens like completely yes, something that like grabs everyone's attention that's completely outside of society's control to where it's like all right, all this has to stop, and now we can like be like a community and like fight together on this one thing instead yeah. of like everyone do in the rat race. Yeah, literally. Because I'm so fucking sick I'm of it. So. It's so annoying. You want to breathe? Ten cents a breath. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my God! You want to eat? There's fucking fruit plants. God put fucking fruit trees, apple trees. Put all these vegetables on the planet so that way we can all eat. And some of them will kill you if you pick the wrong one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Even nature doesn't give a fuck. Exactly. I revert. I reverted back to my old ways of if I'm hungry, I'll just smoke a cigarette so I won't be hungry hey, anymore. It's a, it's a great, yeah. It's a it's a good appetite suppressant. Yeah, exactly. But um, it's uh, I mean, yeah, it, it, life sucks, 
You got to go through the rough times. That's it. You got to go through the bad days just so you can appreciate the good. And you know what? Yin yang. That's it. And I'm smiling through it. Um, I'm fucking miserable. But other than being miserable, I'm still smiling through it because I know this will end one way or the other. This will end. That was a bad joke. Yeah. This, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this will. This this too yeah. shall pass, as Tom Hanks said. And think of it this way: even if you, the peep, the most successful people right now have their own problems that are as big to them, uh, to as they are as yours are to you. Yeah. But yeah. they're in a position that you want. It's it all ends up the same. I mean, you'll be happier in general, but you're always going to create some kind like nobody's forever happy and forever at peace except for a buddhist monk if you want to commit to uh which kind of sounds appealing at sometimes just it, it meditate does. all day connect with the universal aliens it'd be it'd be really nice just to live on a, in like a farmhouse hunt yeah. for your own food i think we i think this vegetables. has been brought up on the podcast before <laughs> living in a com we were talking about communes yes. and being like this that'd be pretty sweet <laughs> oh yeah it's like, oh, it's a crazy place. Uh, speaking of crazy place, maybe we should segue to something. Um, My bad, guys. Uh, for no, being no, no, no. A little like, bit low. I like that. Well, the last episode was completely me by myself talking about feeling depressed, so it all works out. Um, uh, did you want to talk about that, that of Cat Williams Of course I do. First of all, let me tell you something. Cat Williams is amazing. He's one of my he's one of the top stand-up comedians of our era and one of my favorites and it like doesn't really associate he doesn't he doesn't do too many public appearances in terms of those interviews that he did. Yeah. So when I saw that I was like hell yeah immediately watching the whole thing. Yep, exactly. And, and it he was, doesn't give a fuck. He don't give a fuck. He said Illuminati, bitch. Let me tell you who's in it. <laughs> let calling, me tell you who's uh, in it. Uh, Kevin Hart and Industry Plant. <laughs> I love that. It's so funny. I love that. Now you didn't see the jokes. I mean, I'll show you off after this. What do you mean I didn't see? Oh, the uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, so I don't Dave think Chappelle says some stuff on stage about Cat Williams, and it was fantastic. That's interesting because Dave Chappelle's a, of a similar category of untouchable comedian that everyone lo- well cat williams is more is is less universally loved than dave chappelle but they're at the same kind of stature of like yep. i can do whatever i want kind of thing i can say whatever i want without being well within reason but I thought you were about to say kinky I'm not no cancel i was gonna say canceled but um so it's interesting that he would that he would um disagree on I mean, he, well, Cat Williams is very—he has very opinionated and direct, yeah, polarizing. So I, I, so what? What exactly was the? So what did Dave Chappelle come um, disagree with? Honestly, that he said? I don't even remember. It was, it was just, it was basically like he was wrong for trying to make a comedy like a hip hop space where it was like competitive Compe- and stuff yeah. like that. Dave Chappelle didn't like that that portion I, I of it. I respect that. And that was pretty much it. Like Dave, like didn't say nothing crazy. And he also did comment on the fact that, like, Kat said he read, like, 7,000 books in, like, five years. Oh, yeah, like he that. did make some wild claims. <laughs> and, and Dave's like, you ain't reading no 7,000 fucking books. That's funny. Yeah, it's, it's probably, he might have exaggerated. They're comedians, whatever. But I, res- I respect Dave in that way, too, because he's, I mean, Kat's probably, like, I don't know, He it, it feels like, He's just like he's taking shots where he wants, and Dave probably 
respects and knows a lot of the people that he shit on, that yeah. Cat Williams shit on. So, and there's all that like, oh well, this person's my friend, and I have to keep back them up. So if he says yeah. against them, then I'm not gonna respect them. Like if somebody that I was friends with or that I knew shit on you, I would be like, well, fuck you. I know yeah. him. That I, kind of thing. I, I do this. I do the same. A hundred percent. It's like he also made this really funny joke where he was like. Why did Cat Williams bring up Cedric the Entertainer? He oh, wasn't yeah. even famous before Cat Williams brought him up. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, he was shitting all over set. He went on. I couldn't even. I wasn't. To be honest, when I watched it, I was mostly just there for the entertainment of just hearing Cat Williams talk. I wasn't super tuned into all the. I didn't understand everything that he was talking about, but I know he brought up several celebrities and talked about how they were. Something about the uh, there was one actor. I kept, he kept saying I forgot the guy's name. Smiley. Uh, some, Do you know he's, smiley. he's now he's now Smiley Ricky Smiley. Ricky Smiley. Yeah. He's a radio host in Tampa. Oh Did you yeah. know that? I didn't know that. No, I didn't really know who that was. I didn't know that either at all. Yeah. I mean, no. I heard the name, but like I don't just don't know about his work. No, but it's I just didn't. so funny how he specifically he went. He said he went on the Shay Shay whatever the Shannon Sharps thing to he was like i came on here to call out the fact that you had these people on here yeah. and let them say these things yeah. that aren't uh <laughs> that aren't uh you know whatever that he disagreed with it's hilarious because he, he doesn't need he's not there to like promote anything he's just there to talk shit no, basically he, he has not cat williams is such at a high regard that he has not needed to promote any tour that he's been on for the past like Ten years or something. He's shit. so f- he's just so naturally hilarious, and mm-hmm. you know today, if I'm not mistaken, today Saturday he is currently in Tampa. Cat cat is, is currently doing a in show? Tampa. Damn, we should have got tickets. It's a hundred dollars a ticket. I would have. You know, it it would have been fun, but he is he's in Tampa <laughs> right now. I with, wish I knew that. With um, double check me real quick. Is somebody opening for him? Uh, you know who's opening for him? Kevin Hart's ex-wife. No. Yes. 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 What? Yes. Uh, I forgot her name, Lori Hart or something. No, I'm thinking of Lori Harvey. Keep talking. But it's just so crazy to me, like that he went above and beyond. Now he did fuck over Lori, uh, or not Lori, but like Mrs. Hart. The Yingling Center. Is it today? Uh, let me see. It says February third. Oh, we should go. Let's go. February third. Cat Williams, it, it doesn't say um, who's o- if there's anyone opening for him. Where'd you hear that? Who's opening for him? Oh, it's all over everywhere. It's literally... I'll look that up. If you look up... look up. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, I want to see the... Oh, it's a whole round thing. Uh, whew, 975 yeah. to be in the front. Yeah, no. What's... Well, you can, 69 to 69. be in the back. I, I pay 69. Like a good time. 69. 64 all the way in the corner. Yeah, I don't mind nosebleeds now. All right, so what... So look up what he look, was, look up look up Kevin uh, or Cat Williams, Williams opener or something. Cat Williams and Kevin Hart's wife. Just look up Kevin Hart's okay. wife. Cat Williams, Kevin Hart, ex wife, ex wife. Cat Williams and Kevin Hart's ex wife team up to expose. Yeah. 
Uh, it's a whole YouTube video, but no. So basically, what Tori Ke- Hart's tour? Yeah. Kevin Hart Tori, reacts right. to ex-wife Tori Hart's tour. I was right, or I said Lori. But so Tori, so this is what Tori was saying. She wrote ninety-five percent of Kevin Hart's jokes oh, when he was on the come yeah, up. I feel like he was saying he mentioned some things. Yeah. Like that. So Kevin, so Lori Hart and Kevin Hart were she, like Lori or Tori thought it was going to be like they were going to be a power couple and shit. Right. They're like, yeah, I'm writing all the jokes. You're telling them. It's gonna be awesome, and uh, Kevin Hart blew the fuck up off of jokes. These yeah, jokes. I mean, he was an interstate plant, but it's okay. Yeah, I will. I, I yeah, I wonder what he me- meant exactly by industry plants. That's a pretty like general weird term. Well, because he to didn't me, really do. Doesn't that mean like like they were like handpicked by the industry to be like you're gonna work, you're gonna be good business for us, so we're gonna much. prop you up. Pretty much. Well, think about it like this, right? So you see all the work that I do, like I go to these shows, these speakeasy cavas, and right. these like little small shows, right? Right. Cat, Cat Williams is basically saying he's never done that. He's like literally oh, just right, done right, reasons. Right. Like he he popped he out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember everything. That. Yeah. Like he skipped all this hard work, and that's what Kevin. Yeah, that's comedians what Cat don't respect like. that. No, you gotta like you gotta earn your stripes. One of the things he was saying is like, do you remember a standing ovation from? Do you ever remember hearing a story about Cat Williams at like a comedy club or something like that, or like a small venue? You mean Kevin all? Hart? Ke- yeah, yeah, Kevin Hart. Sorry. Yeah, no. I mean, he, he. I'm sure he. I don't know. I don't know the history of Kevin Hart's career, but he's a great comedic actor, mm-hmm. and he's he is hilarious. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna disrespect the man, but who I don't know I don't know the details. I don't, I don't know either. To be completely honest, but with I am you. inclined to uh, entertain Cat Williams' opinions. Uh, me, <laughs> me too, because so here's the other thing: there has been just receipts after receipts after receipts after receipts that have came out after this interview, where people are just proving everything that Kevin uh, that Cat Williams says, and everyone mm. that's that's like uh, that he like spoke against. Not a single person has called Cat Williams a liar. Think about well, that. Well, there's I'm sure there's somebody that's saying Cat Williams is a liar. No, really? not none of the people that he oh, called res- out. I see what you're saying. So he all the people that he called out, gotcha. Kevin Hart, Cedric the Entertainer, uh Ricky Smiley, uh Steve uh uh Big Two Big Teeth T V guy, fuck is his name. God damn it. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Harvey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So er, he has spoken about everybody in Joe Rogan as well. And no one has said that he's lying. Wait, did he he called out Joe Rogan for something? He said, he said, uh, uh, so Shay Shay asked Cat Williams, would you do the Joe Rogan podcast? Oh, that's and right. Cat Williams, like, you don't, he doesn't want me on there. He has the same un, seven unfunny comedians on there. Oh, all yeah, the time. He, that's right. He did shit on that. Which, 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 to be honest, like yeah, Joe, see that's something true. See, I disagree with that. It's just a. It's here's the thing with Joe, when, when, with his comedian, like he. I don't think Cat Williams pays enough attention to what Joe's doing because yeah. he just doesn't care that much. He just sees like, and Joe Rogan's like he has a circle of like very close comedian friends that yeah. revolve around him because. They were friends for a long time, but also because of his massive po- po- platform yeah. and podcast and all that. And uh, all of his friends are funny, are very funny comedians in a, in to some de- sense. Some of them, I what's I, uh, what's uh, what's the one? Brendan Shaw. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, that's, that's all. Which, I'm thinking of. but but if you l- ever watched. Like Joe loves Brendan Schaub as like a person, but like yeah, yeah. even when Brendan was like 
quitting fighting and like started stand up and then was like, oh, the Showtime's giving me a special. He was like, you shouldn't be doing a special. Yeah, yet. yeah. you're not ready. And he's and then he did it anyway. And he was like, I told you. So like, he, there's a realness there. Joe understands these things. Yeah. And Kevin uh, and Cat uh, is just looking at that as just a blanket. I think. Probably. I'll he be. I'm a Joe. A I'm a Joe Stan for, uh, in a, in a way. As Joe I, Simp. I, so I, <laughs> I so have you ever heard of the uh, Joe Rogan Empire theory? No, what's that? So I mean, ba- maybe, but so basically, like, so it all starts with Joe. He's at the top, right? Then I'm not. I'm gonna go out of order like a motherfucker. He put um, Burt Kreiser on. He put Tom kind Sugar, of, yeah. Tom Segura on. Yeah, yeah. He yes. And he put um, he put um, the dude we were just talking about. That's not funny. Brendan Shaw. Brendan Shaw. He didn't really put him up. Yeah. Well, he knew him him through UFC. Yeah, yeah. Because well, I'm of saying fighting. comedically. Comedically, I'm saying all these comedically. But he didn't. But hold on. But Bert and Tom were both doing comedy before they met Joe. When I say when I say put on, I mean uh, basically put a spotlight on them. Pretty oh much. yeah. 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 Just, they, I mean it's Joe Rogan. He put a spotlight but, on everybody. But also remember that Joe, the re the the whole as far as I understand it, Joe. And uh, Brian Redband, who who helps produce Kill Tony, who's, who's on the panel with Tony, started, who was kicked off of, who used to produce Joe Rogan's podcast and young Jamie took over because Joe kicked out Brian Redband. Shout because, out, Jamie. Because Brian was like kept, interge- like he like fired him for some, because he was like annoying or something. <laughs> but he, him and Brian Redband started doing like random live streams on, before Twitch was Twitch, it was called Justin TV. And that's how his podcast started because Brian Redman was like, we can just like talk online in the green room and like people listen. And that's how that podcast thing started. And then that's slowly built. And then when he met Bert and Tom and, they, and then he would bring them in and he was like, hey, you guys should do your own podcast. This is good for the yeah. like Joe genuinely just wants comedians he wants to do well. He wants everybody to win. The, but yeah. the, so, the theory, so I don't see anything wrong with the it. theory itself is not derived from like like fans pretty much. They're basically saying that like from haters. Joe wrote, yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> so basically, what they what the theory says is that Joe Rogan got all his friends, and they all like started their own podcast. And then Joe Rogan gets like a percentage out of every. every oh, podcast. you're saying it's he, a hater he, thing. Yeah, I but doubt it, that's true because it's. Uh, I would bet against so that. So it's Bert. There, it's Bert by himself. Who, by the way, his podcast isn't that successful. Tom oh, Segura's yeah. is very successful. Yeah, Much and then they also Bert. have two bears, one cave. Them so together, yeah. So that's three podcasts right there. They also, uh, the the theory also says, uh, who's the really funny guy? Who's like very like, yeah, yeah dude. Well, everyone uh, fucking. There's Mark Norman, Shane Gillis. I love Shane Gillis. He's one of my favorites. Shane Gillis, I've been getting everyone into him. loves him. Shane, like, he Gil- has a very cult following of like he is awesome. literally the adult fat bro. Yeah, which is really he's funny. so he's a, he's amazing. And he got canceled from SNL. That's the whole reason why he blew up because he said like uh, uh, ra- <laughs> racial slur. Like he got they found out his like old podcast clips when he was getting hired for SNL. And they oh were like, yeah. Oh, you said this word, and now we can't hire you. Oh yeah, but. But yeah, he 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 just he he rose to fame from, and he says it himself. He's like, "I'm a lucky person. I this I didn't I didn't plan this out. This just happened, and I bring my friends along." Yeah, that's how I understand it, and that's what it seems to be. Who's the guy with the mullet? I keep forgetting his fucking name. With the mullet? Mullet? A white guy? White guy? Trailer yeah. trash? My boy? My fan? A trailer trash? A comedian? My people? My people? Is he older or younger? Younger? Oh. 
Theo Vaughn. I love that. Theo Vaughn is great. He's I such an original personality. Yeah, I, Theo Vaughn's another great. He's, he's like, he's like yeah, very man. successful podcast, and he he brings on like some like random like he had a garbage man from New York, a retired New York City garbage man on like all like just interesting like everyday folk that'll like I I, I could imagine I I haven't seen this episode but I imagine Theo Vaughn be like so you're a garbage man right. You should What's watch it. What's it smell like in the garbage? It's more. It's truck. way more than that. It's it's so funny. He's great. Yeah, but yeah, they, they they all they all like slowly they would go on his podcast and because he just blew. Yeah, I mean they all roasted. Oh shit! Speaking of comedians, I went to Steep Station a couple weeks ago. For like oh, the yes. first time, I, I've heard in a while. Yeah, and what what did you see? And uh, there's this guy there. I'm sitting next to him and everything like that. And uh, I wanted to go meet up with some friends right afterwards that were like right in the area. So I was like, oh, well, I'll just like, I'm just going to like do my set and dip. So I'm sitting next to this guy and he ends up being a comedian and everything like that. He does a 45 minute set there. 45? Oh, wow. Yeah. And I might have seen him before because he, uh, he does like shows, like arenas, bro. Who, what was his name? I completely forgot. <laughs> See, this is the type of person we need to get for the for, on the podcast. Absolutely, they are allowed. You should have got his number. I do have it. I, I have his. I have his contact. Oh well. I even told him about this as well. Really? Of course. Okay. I tell everybody about this. Well, that's interesting. Awesome. That's interesting that you would be in at a steep station open mic. And but, I don't now, now. Now, to be fair, I don't know if this was his first arena or what, but it doesn't really matter. He, he did a he, fucking he, arena. He was probably featuring for someone. Probably, but how awesome! Interesting. Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I remember because uh, if I brewed the world and Steep Station when we used to go to, the, yeah. to that Sunday night thing, there was a lot of really funny like com- like comedian mm-hmm. open micers. I was like, that, this is awesome. And one of the guys was a huge Shane Gillis fan. I could tell before he before because he had the same cadence and i was like i can tell you're a huge st gillis fan he's like yeah man i kind of get into it i'm i I was like no no you're good you're original i'm just like i could tell it's so funny you do you kind of have his same cadence yeah it's yeah but he was hilarious i I was like this is so cool that that stuff i'm into online is bleeding into real life it's uh awesome stuff comedy i love it comedy is amazing as well you see, listen, we start with depression and then we end with comedy because you know what goes hand in hand? The, tra- the comedy, tragic comedy. That's, That's right. the uh, the old play. Shakespeare, baby. Yeah, the the masks. Yep. Contra- uh, yeah, whatever the, the terms are. But Speaking of masks, if you go to this website. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, the masks for that, the new song you're dropping. When do you, when do you, do you plan on dropping that soon? Or? November. November? Yeah. On your birthday again? Probably. Why wait so long? Do you have uh, a song in between? I have like three EPs to drop this year. Um, As an advisor to you, I would... Well, maybe this isn't the time. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah this. I, But I you have, should be releasing more like music than just once a year. Cause this kind, or like twice a year. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, that's what I mean. That's, uh, I have... You have more... I have a lot more songs under the Under the... Like, the just, like, my goal this year is for the discography to go... You up. think this... The one that we're talking about is, is really strong, so you want to really save it for the... I want to save it. I want to garner the audience... That I keep like gaining and then gotcha. losing and then gaining and losing. I want to garner the audience and feed them and then give them this beautiful masterpiece. Oh, so then we got plenty of time to work on the video. Exactly. 
Exactly. Hell yeah. Need Brock on it on this one. Oh, or yeah. actually, um, we I got, have things I'll tell well, you. Well, we later. got a lot of foot. We already got a lot of footage. Which honestly, I was thinking how like, much more footage. How, a lot of it. Oh, there's a lot. Because uh, that's we oh, got yeah, the, the clown. The clown storyline. Yeah, story yeah. This is all like separate things. These are like all like all the, all the things I was thinking about putting it on a projector and like having like right, right, right. How crazy would that should be? Ah. Uh, Fun stuff. Uh, screaming song, which I feel like screaming, so I'm gonna scream later. Oh yeah, you're gonna do it tonight at the. I want to rap, but I also want to scream, so I'm gonna do both. All right. Well, if you uh, tune into my Instagram, uh, well, I'm such a bad. I'm so bad at Instagram, and I hate it so much. I should be using it more, but me too. I just. It's like it's like walking into a room. It's like a digital giant party of people I don't know. That vibe where I'm just like, ah, I'm out. It's like <laughs> you see him, you're like, I want to be introverted. Exactly, but the virtual form of that. <laughs> but I should, yeah, I should pose anyway. Well, yeah, don't worry. Good. One of these days, we can get some. We can get two people, right? We can get someone to follow us with a camera constantly. It, to like take pictures of us and, and sort little things so we don't have to worry about it and can edit them and then someone else to post everything. I've been no, I've been genuinely considering if I don't get this job or a job soon, I've been genuinely being like, all right, that's it. This is my final and I'm going to like find the perfect person to be like, you manage all the social, like do everything that I can't because I'm psychologically retarded in that way. And just do it and, and tell me what to do and tell me what will work because I know there's value that I can't figure out how to put it out without making myself uh, want to die. Yep. That's, <laughs> that's me. Yeah. Like, everything just seems so imperfect and I keep forgetting that imperfections make it perfect. Yeah. Well, that's a good note. This is this is a good length. Good t- note to end on here. Thank you uh, all for tuning in. If you're still listening to the end, you are a rare breed of high attention span, which means, and because most people won't be listening to the by the end, I can say this, these other people are a little, and uh, they can't pay attention for too long, so shout out to you. Uh, you are higher, higher IQ and a very intelligent person, and I love you. So uh, hit the like button and all that, and um, oh, when's this coming out? Uh, I, it's now on. I released the audio on Tuesday and the video on Wednesday. Oh, nice. So, uh, so if you're still listening, yeah, I'll donate to a charity in your thing if you comment one, two, oh. five, six. Okay, and then say the charity. That still hasn't. We still never gotten the offers on it, but we'll see. And, and I'm not sure if you're in the financial position to do such a thing, but I, hey, listen, they will take two pennies. <laughs> I'll donate <laughs> an undisclosed donate. amount. Uh, no, but when I'm more financially secure, I will most definitely. But I actually was just going to tell you that uh, our, our music video where Firm is in is coming out on two two one. Oh la la on la la Vivo. la la. Yeah. Yeah. Firm is in yeah. it. He plays an integral role. I got of a cigar in my mouth. Something very funny. It, he has a couple seconds Hell role, yeah. but it is very integral to the story. All right. Good times. Love. Peace and love. Peace out. Goodbye, motherfuckers. Better get some sleep. <laughs> <laughs>